This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It is Thursday, December 15th, and I am Jill Schlesinger. I'm the CBS News business analyst. I am a certified financial planner, and I'm joined by Mark Talercio, my executive producer extraordinaire, also a certified financial planner. So hello, Mark. Hello, Jill. I'm just uh, relocating as I talk because a certain someone is making a lot of noise, and it's not Theo. You know, that certain someone is a little clumsy in the kitchen when she's making her tea. Yeah, that's exactly what she's doing. I know. I know her routine now. She needs to go back to the work, to the office. That's what has to happen. See, I'm lucky because Jackie is never work. Like when she works from home, it's not great because she thinks I'm too loud. I'm like, okay, I am in a business where I actually have to talk on the air. Not fair to complain about that. But then, you know, like I'll go in. I do the same thing. When we were first in the in lockdown, I would walk around doing hits on my phone also. <laughs> Jackie did not like that. That did not go over well. See, I don't even think Amanda realizes that I actually go on with you now. I think she thinks this is like the old days where I never went on, so she didn't have to worry about making noise. You mean she doesn't listen to the show every single day? No, no, she doesn't. Hmm. Okay, that's fine. She listens to our pal uh, Stokoviak, though. Oh, hmm, nice. I haven't heard from him in a while. (laughs) Well, you might after this episode. I'm going to have to talk to him. I want to get on his show to promote the book because he's got a good audience. As you like to say, that'll be easy peasy. Easy peasy. Okay. Uh, you want to get on to the whole book thing, ladies and gentlemen? You can pre-order The Great Money Reset right now on our website, jillonmoney.com. When you pre-order, you are going to be asked, would you like to join us for a cool re- webinar that will be taking place in February? You have to pre-order the book to get onto the webinar. Otherwise, you don't get in. It's like a paywall. I love it. We're experimenting. Never know what might happen in 23. We got a lot cooking. We got a lot cooking over here. Anyway, go to the website. You can check it out. And uh, we'd love for you to pre-order. All right. So let's do this. Let's get um, our listener. It is Steve, who is on the line from the Bay Area. Hi, Steve. How are you? Hi, Jill. I'm doing great. What brings you to us today, Steve Arooney? Well, 
I have an interesting question. My mother-in-law recently asked if I could help her out uh, to get her um, finances organized a little bit. Mm-hmm. She knows that I have my honorary CFP by listening to Jill on money. Yes, of course. It's so, by osmosis that you earn it. So that's yeah, good. I'm I'm highly qualified. <laughs> um, anyway, she is a, a widow of a couple years, and you know was in that situation where her spouse, for her whole life, basically took care of all the finances. Mm. And it's been a couple of years since she lost her husband in the middle of 2020. She's doing great in general, I think. She's 78 years old, and she, um, she's she got about $1.6 million socked away in a brokerage account and about 400000 in an IRA. But then it was revealed to me this last quirky asset that she has, which mm. in her- I hope it's like many, many millions of dollars somewhere else. <laughs> Not quite that much, but in a safety deposit box in town, she's got some old- gold coins that came to her by way of her husband and before that her father-in-law so my wife's grandfather who had about 250 gold coins okay and they're socked away in a safety deposit box and we did a little quick google search um we think it may be worth upwards of about 400,000 and uh I kind of dig this it's it, like, you know, found gold. I mean, it's just, it's it's uh, pretty great. It's hilarious. And and actually the story, the, the legend of the gold, my wife's grandfather was uh, had his quirks, but he at one point had all this gold buried in his backyard in coffee oh, yeah. cans. Yeah, I love this. So complete love this. Cold War paranoia style. Mm-hmm. Well, thank uh, God it's in there because if they have a nuclear attack, then we'll, they'll be safe. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so now the gold sits in a safety deposit box and we just have all kinds of questions. How does one go about actually selling the gold? Mm-hmm. I think she should incorporate it into her income stream. You know, my strategy would be to kind of preserve the brokerage account and lean on the IRA and the gold for a while because yeah. of that step up in basis that could happen down the road. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, Let me ask you something. Tell us about her income right now. She has social security, right? Yeah. She's getting about 2000 a month from social security. And what else is, uh, comprises her income? Other than that, she's just been drawing uh, about $4,000 a month out of the brokerage. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in the process of kind of rejiggering the portfolios there and switch that income stream to come more from the IRA account, which she had been leaving alone, except for the minimums. Great. Because that's definitely what we want to happen, actually. Right. Because so you and your wife, what's your tax bracket? We're pretty high. Our adjusted gross income last year was about 320. All right. So, so you're like, you know, 24, 32 ish, 32 percent, probably this is your highest bracket. And are there other siblings? Yeah, my wife has one brother. What's his tax bracket? I don't know, but he's a lawyer. I think uh, he he and his wife make a lot of money. Okay. So so. you guys are in high, likely you and your in-laws are in a higher tax bracket than mom, right? Correct. Okay. So then we definitely do want that IRA to be the basis of the income. The thing is about the gold coins. Let's think about this for a second. If we were to have mom sell these gold coins, right? 
her cost basis in these, we'll have to make it up, right? You know, oh, I bought the golden blanket, you know, her, her husband bought it. So we'd have to like make up a valuation of like, where was gold when they bought this? Because she doesn't get a step up in cost basis if she gets it, if she inherited it from her husband. Okay. That's what I was wondering if, if they get the same kind of yep. step up in cost basis mm-hmm. or what about when her husband got it from That's when they got it. That's they got the cost basis then. So when did you know when grandpa died? It was in the late 90s. He lived to the ripe old age of 99. Oh, man. God bless him. All right. Let's just do a fun thing. Let's say gold price 1999. This is going to look horrible for you. So it's, it's a very low cost basis. Why? Because gold has gone up quite dramatically in the 90s. We didn't have a very good we had very low inflation for like a decade. So the problem is that, you know, if you look at the actual cost of gold, which is about $300 an ounce back in Ooh. 1999. Yeah. And yeah. So you could see that now, which is, I haven't looked at gold in the hot minute. So now where are we? We're at 1800 So we would have a massive, massive gain for her. Yeah, that's huge. So- that said, she's healthy, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's right. hanging in there. First of all, the disposition of this is a pain in the ass, just to be clear. You have to get like a reputable person, a broker who will help you and not rip you off. So we'll, we maybe you can do a little research on that in the near term. But I mean, it's fine that it's in a safe deposit box. It, it really is. So I think we need to leave it there because we want your we want you guys to inherit it at whatever now you know your risk is like well what if gold goes down to $1200 an ounce who cares it won't matter this is like weird found money for you guys anyway so i think we got to hold out and i think your idea about pulling money out of her ira is a very good one because you know she'll stay in uh, you know she'll stay in the top bracket of 22% we want her to pull the money out at her tax bracket right? Because you guys are in higher brackets. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500 If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores, like Urban Outfitters, Fenty Beauty, and Expedia, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
So I think the game plan is supplement the income stream with the IRA, not the brokerage. And that means you may need to rejigger the IRA account a little bit. So how is that invested right now? Okay, right now I did just rejigger it and it's about 40% stocks and 60% bonds and cash right now. Okay, great. How much is actual cash right now? What's in the what's in the cash account? We got about 61,000 in cash right now. Okay. And are you reinvesting dividends or are you letting the dividends flow into the money market? Uh, the dividends right now are being reinvested, but I literally just did this and so I just haven't thought That's or fine. dealt with that yet. So, Mark, what would you prefer? How much cash do you want? She needs, remember, we've got to create $48,000 net to her. So she has one year of cash that's in that account. Do you do you want, Steve, to basically pull the trigger in January and get more money in there? Do you want there to be, do it every, you know, in advance? How, how do you want to manage this, Mark? Well, I think you and I are on the same page when it comes to this, when, when, especially when you're already retired. I would prefer to have more towards two years. I think you do two years. And it doesn't matter because like, who cares? You know, there's no tax liability in rejiggering this. So raise a little bit more cash in there, then set it up automatically. So what is it? How does it work now? The brokerage account feeds into her checking account that four grand a month? It was. I just turned that automatic distribution off from the brokerage and I'm planning to set it up from the IRA. Perfect. Perfect. So do that. That's great. How is the brokerage account invested after you're rejiggering? It's about 55% stocks and 45% cash and bonds. Were there a lot of gains when you moved some stuff around? No, actually, that's another point I wanted to make in rejiggering the the brokerage. She had a massive position in Berkshire Hathaway, Mm. and then the rest of it was in a Vanguard income fund, which transitioned from a target date fund. The target date fund slash income fund had a $200,000 loss, so I harvested those losses. Mm -hmm. I reduced the Berkshire, but net is she's still sitting on about $100,000 capital loss to carry forward. So I wondered if I could liberate some gold. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Well, is there still a position in Berkshire Hathaway? Yeah, about four hundred and fifty thousand worth of Berkshire. She's now got about two hundred thousand. So still a lot, but well, if like, you sold that Berkshire Hathaway right now, would we soak up that hundred grand? Approximately, yes. I might be out of that then. Yeah. I mean, I love I love Warren Buffett, but like he's at the end of his career. I have no way to judge whether the heirs to this business are going to run it as well. I oh, really, my gosh. Right. Exactly what I was thinking. I mean, she had full 25 percent of all of her assets in Berkshire. And yeah, it's been I amazing. Know, uh, her husband well, I, loved Warren Buffett. I'm like, in his honor, let's I can stomach 10 percent there. But yeah. you think you'd get out of it completely? You can keep a little bit of it. So right now, if you were to look at all of the Berkshire Hathaway, if we sold everything, what do you think we'd have left in in capital losses? Oh, probably maybe 20,000. I mean, we could do that. I mean, just remember, selling this gold is going to be a pain in the ass. So what I would do is this. I would start looking into... Where can I sell gold coins? Let's see how much it would cost. You're going to pay a fee, but if we could, I'm okay with also reducing that. If we could say, but remember, you're going to have to establish a a cost basis. 
That's the one thing that's going to be. That was my big question. Was that when her husband died or when her grandfather died or yeah, when he when bought grandpa it died. It, And there's no dividends that builds up. You know, in other words, it's just the price. That's the problem with a futures contract. It's the price is the price. If you want to make your life easier, I would blow out the Berkshire Hathaway and keep your 20 grand in losses. And then every year we can deduct $3,000 against her ordinary income, or you can do some tax loss harvesting there. And you can, you know, kick the can down the road with the gold. But it is a massive, you know, this is a massive amount of money that is going to be subject to taxation. I know. And in Googling on the gold, it seemed like uh, gold and other collectibles had their own quirky capital Yes, they do. Rule. And it is not great. That's why I want you to inherit it, get your step up, and then move on. And then we deal with the, the physical selling and yep. finding a broker and appraisals yep. and everything. Yep, exactly. Oh, who's got the key to that safe deposit box? That's my mother-in-law. Okay, you got to make sure you know where that key is. <laughs> because True. they lock the box down upon death. Ooh, Okay. Yeah. Just know that that's something that has to be dealt with. One other quick question. She she also she has a house that's totally paid for, but she has a HELOC now with 140,000 on it. Why? Not to not to change the the conversation here, but yeah. that's another thing I'm thinking about. I really want to clear that out. It just she had some housework to do and What's the housework? The house is worth uh 1.1 million. You know, I think when she was borrowing the money, the rate was absurdly low, and now it's probably pushing six plus percent. So now as we're starting to like get rid of Berkshire Hathaway and look at this, I would pay it off from there. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of paying half of it off out of the brokerage and the other half with gold. That sounds like the gold no would gold. be too. Gold is not your friend right now, says the former gold trader herself. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, no. I'm glad I called you then. Exactly right. All right. So you guys are in good shape. Mom has her estate documents done, right? She has a will. She was actually thinking of putting together a living trust to put the house in. She doesn't really need a trust. I mean, she you guys are get along with the your in-laws. Your oh, wife yeah. gets along. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. She doesn't need a trust. Okay. Well, She's fine. She'll be She's relieved good. to hear but, that. <laughs> she should have a health care proxy. She should have a durable power of attorney. You should be the durable power of attorney. You should be able to, to make financial decisions on her behalf, mostly because like if something were to happen to her, that you would be able to go to the brokerage account and be like, I hold the durable power of attorney. I can do these things. Great. You feel good about this? I feel great about it. I feel like we are like the Beverly Hillbillies. We've just found the oil in the ground. You've just found the gold in the vault. It's really fantastic that it's there. It's such an interesting story. Really is. Yeah, I agree. And I just learned it myself been in this family for 80 years. I think when we do blow out of the gold, I think uh, my wife and her brother probably want to keep a couple just as mementos. They can have a coin. They can put a nice big gold coin on a necklace. It'd be nice. But yeah, it's fun to keep. I have a gold coin or two. My father gave me a gold coin when I first became, when I first got on my, uh, when I started trading. So he gave me a gold coin to commemorate that. And I think I have it somewhere, although I have no idea where it is. Now that I say that out loud. Uh, $2,000. Exactly. What an idiot I am. Where is All that? right. What else can we do for you, Steve, from the Bay Area? All right. Well, last question. I promised my wife I would ask you who your favorite Peloton instructor is because she oh. is a Peloton zealot. 
Well, you know, I love, because I do Power Zone. I just did a Matt Wilbur's class this morning. And it was a killer class, by the way. The original, the OG three Power Zone instructors, the first one was Matt, and then it was Matt and Dennis, and then it was Matt, Dennis, and Christine Dercole. Christine Dercole is an old friend of mine. I have known her for almost 20 years. She used to teach spin at my local gym here in New York City. And then like her career took off as a Peloton instructor. So Christine is my favorite because I've been riding with her for 20 years. So you can tell your wife, Christine Dercole, well, she loves Christine, so she's going to be really stoked to hear that, Jill. Uh, tell her she's going to have to listen to a class where Christine called me out and, and and literally said my name out loud. I've had many call outs from Christine, but we're buddies and she should, she should keep riding. Well, Jen Sherman's the other one. She loves Jen Sherman. Ah, very nice. Good. Excellent. Well, here we are doing a Peloton ad for them when they haven't yeah. even paid for it. God damn them. All right, Steve from the Bay Area, wishing you the best of luck and let us know how it goes. And it sounds like you're doing a real mitzvah for your mother-in-law. So thank you for doing that for her. And thanks for getting in touch with us. We really appreciate it. If you, like Steve, have been given the keys to the castle of your in-laws and you don't want to screw it up, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, you write down your message, and then Mark will get you on the air. It's so much fun. Don't forget to check off the little box that says, I want to come on the air. Uh, sign up for the free weekly newsletter, and you can follow us here at Ion Money, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Check out our other shows, Jill on Money, the podcast. Also, we have a radio show. You can find everything on our website. That's JillOnMoney.com. Mark Talaris, who is the co-host and executive producer of this program. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Try to lift someone up today. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.